Hey, I'm Rachel May, country singer, songwriter, and host of Mama's Cup of Ambition, the podcast for ambitious mamas with big dreams and little kids. Or maybe your kids aren't so little anymore, but your dreams are still just as big as ever. Wherever you find yourself in your motherhood journey, if you've got ambitious goals that you're longing to achieve, and you're looking to spark inspiration, cultivate motivation, and develop community with like-minded mamas, you're in the right place. As a new mama myself, I created this show as a place for honest and empowering conversations about motherhood, entrepreneurship, and dream chasing. So grab a notebook, top off that cup of coffee, and let's turn our goals into action plans and our dreams into reality together. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Mama's Cup of Ambition. How's your week going? It's been an interesting one around here. (laughs) I am right in the middle of some really big planning and dream mapping for my business. And it's been really fun and also, if I'm honest, a little intimidating because I'm charting into some new territory, a lot of unfamiliar spaces. And, you know, ultimately, I think that's a good sign, right? It's a sign that I'm growing and evolving. And if we never venture out of what's familiar, then we never discover what's possible in the unfamiliar. So I'm here for it. I'm welcoming this season of growth, but it's a little scary and intimidating starting things that you've never done before. And that's where I am right now. Um, So today I thought I would share three ways that I'm grounding myself in this season of growth. So let's dive into it, shall we? So this first one might seem a little unorthodox, but one of the ways that I ground myself during seasons of growth and change is with Netflix. And actually, it's with Peacock these days, but that's not the point. And I know that watching TV can get kind of a bad rap sometimes. Like there's a lot of low-key shaming that happens around watching TV. And you hear people say things like, instead of binge watching Netflix, do X, Y, and Z. But hear me out on this one. So something that I'm really practicing in this season of growth is sitting in the discomfort of the unknown. And let me tell you, there's a lot of unknowns right now. And I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm really pushing the boundaries of my comfort zone in one area of my life, I find it really helps if I can create some contrast in another area of my life by doing something super familiar and comforting. Does that make sense? So for me, that's meant staying up a little bit later than I probably should and watching reruns of The Office. (laughs) And I'm not suggesting that this is right for everyone because I know how important good sleep hygiene is. And I've actually been really doing a lot better lately with my nighttime routines and getting to bed earlier to prioritize my own sleep, just like I do for the kiddos. But I'm not going to lie, it has felt so indulgent and satisfying to just lean into this little creature comfort (laughs) at the end of my day and just 
watch a TV show that I love. Like it's been really luxurious. That's how I will describe it. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm working toward a goal or trying to build something from the ground up, it can be really easy to feel like all of my time should be spent in service of that pursuit. It's like my ambitions get me so excited and amped up that I can kind of start to feel like every free moment I have should be filled with some form of like self-development or doing tasks related to building my business. Can you relate to that? And as a mama, I use the words free moments very, very loosely here because free moments are kind of a fairy tale these days. But if I'm honest, I love self-development. I freaking love it. And I love building my business. So in a lot of ways, those areas are actually where I enjoy spending my like me time when I manage to find it. But still, sometimes I really need to just turn my brain off and do something for the fun of it, you know? And in this season of my life, a good time looks like staying up later than I normally would and watching The Office. (laughs) And it's familiar, it makes me laugh, and effectively provides, you know, just the right amount of contrast for me to be able to sit in the discomfort of all of the new things that I'm doing in my professional growth. So brain breaks with The Office are part of my growth strategy. So that's number one. And like I said, I know that one may be a little unorthodox, but this one serves as a source of decompression and joy for me. And I think that's a good distinction to make when it comes to this type of activity, right? Like I'm not using this to numb out and to avoid something. I'm using it as a way to just shut off the parts of my brain that want to keep charging forward when my body is asking for a break. So for me, it works and it feels restorative and not destructive. So number two, establishing working hours. Now this one might sound super obvious to some, but as a stay-at-home mama building her business from scratch, it can sometimes feel like I spend the bulk of my time serving my family, putting out fires, and managing the never-ending list of life admin. And then my business gets like the scraps that are left over. And it's really hard to be consistent and to actually move the dial on my professional growth in a meaningful way in that cycle. It's just exhausting operating on a hamster wheel like that. So as I'm growing my business and laying the foundation for this thing that I'm trying to build, I'm really also trying to establish healthy habits because yes, I'm ambitious and I have massive dreams, but I also recognize that without some healthy boundaries around my working hours, I run the risk of overextending myself and burning out. So for example, for the longest time, I was trying to squeeze in the majority of the work that I do for this podcast in during nap time and after the kids went to bed at night. And I still do that sometimes, but there were just a few flaws in that system. So for one, I do my best, most productive work in the mornings. So depending on the task at hand, trying to tackle it after bedtime often feels like 10 times harder for me to get into a state of flow, especially if there's copywriting involved. Plus, I'm just spent by the time I get the boys to sleep. (laughs) And since I lay with Waylon at bedtime and I nurse Wyatt to sleep, I don't stand a chance because laying in a dark room with two sleepy babes listening to insight timer sleep meditations... (laughs) 
Like that doesn't just put the kids to sleep, okay? And after that, it's so freaking hard for me to get into productivity mode. Like it just is. And when it comes to nap time power hours, the problem there is that these days, naps are really inconsistent around here. Waylon, my oldest son, stopped napping about six months ago much to my chagrin. (laughs) And my youngest son, Wyatt, is pretty consistent about his first nap of the day, but sometimes he wakes up from that nap in under an hour. And his second nap of the day is always hit or miss. So it's really just unpredictable. And if that's the only time that I have allotted to work on my business, then it gets super stressful and it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on both me and Wyatt, which sucks, right? I like I can feel myself getting anxious when he's fighting a nap, you know? And instead of trying to like cram some mediocre scattered work in during nap time, I'd really actually prefer to use that time to either take a little break myself and reset or to have some quality one-on-one time with Waylon. That feels so much more aligned. So it's just not super productive to be trying to get my work done around my kiddos and their sleep routines, you know? And like I said, I'm most productive and creative with my work in the mornings anyway. It's when I'm at my best and I feel like I have the most capacity to get into that flow state. So with that unstructured work schedule, I was really missing out on the most impactful time of day for my productivity. Not to mention that I was trying to be mama while building my business during the same working hours, and it was making me feel like I couldn't show up and be my best for either. Can you relate to that? So things were just falling by the wayside, and I was feeling stressed out, and I just didn't feel like I was getting into a good rhythm in either area of my life. So when I realized that my operating system wasn't sustainable and that I was going to need to revamp the way that I was doing things if I was serious about taking my business to the next level, I got into action and I started looking at our family schedule to see where I could claim some uninterrupted early morning work hours. And at first, I felt really frustrated and defeated because there really wasn't a lot of wiggle room. And I've tried waking up early to like get work done before the boys are up, but I swear, I swear, they can sense it when I'm awake and they always end up waking up too. And then from there, it just becomes like a steady trek into constant toddler requests, you know? (laughs) And since Gabe's workday starts at 5 a.m. during the week, he's not home to run interference. So it's just a pointless effort. But on Mondays, Gabe has a short work day and he's typically done around 9 a.m. So I saw this as my opportunity and I took it and I dubbed them as Mama Mondays. And now when Gabe gets home, I pass the childcare baton to him and I clock in for some focused work on my business. And normally this would be where I would schedule in all of our life admin, like doctor's appointments and stuff. And sometimes that's unavoidable because of scheduling conflicts. But for the most part, this is my time and I'm learning to really protect it. So now Mondays are when I conduct interviews. That's when I draft show outlines and write copy and send business related emails, do guest outreach, basically all the things. And just having those schedules 
scheduled work hours when I can give my undivided attention to my business is really helping me to stay grounded and dialed in to what I need to be working on in this season of growth. And although this is a new approach for me, it's already proving to be such a game changer because I'm getting the opportunity to give my undivided attention to my business development on at least one dedicated morning out of the week. And it's really freeing up this like mental bandwidth so much. And I'm finding that I'm able to be so much more present with my kids during the rest of the week. And the thing is, it's a window of about four hours. So I have to be realistic about what I can accomplish in that time. Like I'm not going to be able to knock out a full-time workload in a four-hour shift one day a week. And at first, I was like, how am I going to get everything I need to get done done in that time? Like just one dedicated morning per week, it's not going to be enough. But you would be surprised how focused you can get when you know that that clock is running and you can bet that I'm not scrolling on social media or messing around with anything during that precious time. (laughs) I'm taking care of business, like Elvis would say. (laughs) But you can also bet that I'm really mindful right now about what I say yes to because having such limited time to work with on my business means that I have to be crystal clear on my priorities and I have to be comfortable with saying no, which is a huge learning curve for me because I hate to disappoint people. But again, that's part of what it means to be in a season of growth. And I know that pouring in even just four hours a week working on the right things in my business will, with time and consistency, add up to some serious progress towards my goals. So that's what keeps me going. And this is where I took things to the next level. So we live in a townhouse and we have two stories and I don't have a dedicated office. My desk is in our living room and I typically record my podcasts in our bedrooms where I'm sitting right now. And I tell you this to say it can be hard to focus and not get pulled into childcare while I'm working if I'm home. So I've tried going to coffee shops, but there are just there's so many variables. I never know if there will be a good spot for me to set up to and if I'll have a place to plug in my laptop or if there'll be a reliable internet connection. Like it's just there are a lot of variables. So when I heard that there was this incredible co-working space right up the road from where I live, I decided to look into it. And I was pleasantly surprised by how accessible it is even on my shoestring budget. So I signed up to have access to the co-working space for two days a month. And this is about to become a part of my life. And it feels like this real energetic up-leveling moment for me, like a clear sign to the universe that I'm an energetic match for the things that I'm cultivating in my life and career. And it's like this small symbolic way of me saying, this is not a hobby and that I'm going pro. And it feels freaking incredible. Like it just feels incredible. And let me just tell you why I'm so freaking excited about this. So there are some obvious elements like being able to not be pulled into childcare while I'm supposed to be working on my business, having reliable internet connection and a consistent place to set up with a power source, all of that. And this place is dog friendly, which is 100% my vibe. And they have cold brew coffee on tap. So it's basically like an ambitious mama's dream, okay? (laughs) But let me tell you the somewhat unexpected perk of joining a co-working space that has me 
so freaking excited. So I have a legit reason to get ready for work now. Like I'm going to get to put on some real clothes and do my hair and maybe put on some makeup and go work on my business in a dedicated space. And if you are a mama trying to build something you're passionate about in between diaper changes and cocoa melon, then you know and get this. <laughs> like I love my mama uniform most days, but listen, I miss getting dressed for the day the way that I used to. And there's just something about ditching the leggings and the sweatshirts for a bit and sitting down at the computer in real clothes that makes you feel like you're about to slay. It's awesome. <laughs> and I'm here for it. And because I'm in a workspace where I can truly focus, I'm able to get so much more productive than I was able to before. And yes, there are definitely still going to be times when I have to do work during the week. That's just part of this process. But I'm laying the foundation for my future, and I know that I'm moving in the right direction for the life-work balance that I aspire to. Okay, so on to the third thing in this roundup of things that I'm doing to ground myself in this season of growth. So I am prioritizing my health and well-being because like the saying goes, health is wealth. I don't care what fabulous things you've got going on in your life. If you're not feeling well, it is really freaking hard to enjoy them, right? And since my family spent almost the entire month of February on a merry-go-round of illness in our house, I got a real solid reminder of how truly grateful I am for my health. And it reminded me that I really want to honor my body in all of the ways that it supports me. So in episode 40, Lessons from a Dying Houseplant, I talked about how I had let some of the routines and rituals that support my health and well-being slip. So for example, I shared that I had stopped taking my supplements and I had really not been drinking enough water. And as a nursing mama, those little changes in my routine were causing me to feel really run down and depleted. So once I recognized what was going on, I got online and I restocked my prenatals and my electrolytes and I got myself back on track. And it seems like such a small thing, but it has made such a huge difference. So I've also been doing some other things recently that have really helped to support my health and well-being. So back in 2018, when Gabe and I first decided that we wanted to start making babies, I really got motivated to start finding ways to limit our exposure to endocrine-disrupting toxins. So in my crusade to limit our chemical load, I got the Think Dirty app. I learned how to read and understand labels, and I got really mindful of the products that I was using every day, everything from my skincare to my makeup, the products we were using to clean our home. And over the years, I've just gradually been swapping out my old faves with new cleaner alternatives. And it's been a process of trial and error, but I think it's totally been worth it. And I truly feel like all of those little changes have made a big impact on my overall health and well-being. And I feel like I've just said health and well-being about a million times here. So I apologize for that, but it's for a purpose. <laughs> um, so I've kind of been getting into a rut for a while with my clean skincare routine because as I'm getting older, my skin just needs some different things. And I knew I needed to research and kind 
kind of just make some changes there, but I hadn't allocated any time to do it. So I decided it was time to up-level my skincare game, and I got myself some new products from Primally Pure. And let me just tell you, like, nighttime at our house is a little wild. (laughs) So when it came time for my skincare routine before, at the end of the day, it was kind of just a, like, as fast as I can get the job done kind of vibe. But now that I've got these new products, I am loving my skincare time at the end of the day. It's like a ritual for me, and I've just made it a part of the bedtime routine for the boys. So while they're brushing their teeth, I'm dry brushing my skin and I'm oiling it up, and it feels like a little slice of heaven. And that one little shift of focus on my well-being has really helped me to slow down and take care of myself in a way that makes me feel so much more centered and just cared for. So there you have it. The three things that are helping me feel grounded in this season of growth. So to recap, (laughs) it's watching The Office after the kids go to sleep having set work hours to focus on my business, and prioritizing my health and well-being. So I hope that today's episode got the wheels turning in your mind around how you might support and ground yourself. And if you already have some solid strategies in place, I'd love to know what they are. Do we have some that overlap? I'd be so curious to know what you do. So if you wanna come connect with me over on Instagram and share your tips and tricks, I would love it. You can find me at Mama's Cup of Ambition. So until next time, may your dreams be ambitious, may your coffee be strong, and may you feel rooted even in a season of tremendous growth. I'll talk to you soon.